welcome to the podcast. It must be Monday. Yes, with Mike. And Mary. Hi, that, everyone. That's why we call this. Mondays with Mike and Mary. And I hope you do, too. <laughs> and share it with your friends and colleagues. We do this in the hopes that it makes you more money and more peace and more happiness in your career. And it's the highlights from our most recent coaching calls. And we use a parade of techniques and an Ask the Experts each week. And Mary, I bet you have a parade of techniques. Well, it started out as a parade of techniques. Oh, it morphed into something else? Well, kind of. It morphed into me as the coach doing a little scolding. So I thought I'd scold all of you. Uh -oh. But not really scolding. Just maybe creating some awareness. You know, sometimes the best lessons come out of pain. So this started out as a parade of techniques with a seller who was real low maintenance, real easy to get along with, that all of a sudden became a very high maintenance seller. Boy, I'm kind of glad this is over. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, that was sort of the parade of techniques that sometimes you got to let things go. But the more I listened and probed, the more I realized this is a commission that one of our students students lost that they could have taken to the bank instead. So oh, wow. I'd really hate for anyone else to have to suffer losing this commission for the same reason. And what I told this student is, boy, let's make sure we learn from this so you don't ever have to lose a commission again. So here's the story. Uh, seller listed the house higher than the highest price analysis came in at. Um, the agent was honest and said, you know, it needs to come down to $350,000. They said, well, we don't want to take that. Anyway, the listing was, everything went fine until the seller went to the location they were moving to, a different state, uh -huh. and fell in love with that property. Oh, yeah. And now is really motivated Urgency. to move. Right. So now they came home and they started saying, okay, what are you doing to sell this house? And our students said, well, we need to lower the price. And their response was, lowering the price is not marketing. What are you doing to market this house? And when the agent, you know, gave an example and, and tried answering the question, they got more and more frustrated. How come we don't have an offer? Why aren't, isn't this house sold? So then they started calling the broker and complaining, and the broker made a decision to give this listing to another agent paying our student a 25% referral Was fee. the broker an owner or just a manager? Well, I, I don't know. Okay, because I think there's a difference in their, in their buy-in and responsibility, but well, keep think going. That the job description is the same, whether you own it or whether you manage it. And certainly the listing belongs to the company. So yeah. they have every right to do that. But as I listened and probed, here's what I heard. Here's what went wrong. All of these conversations with the seller and our agent, our students, after the seller became unhappy, was either voicemail, phone, or text. No face-to-face? -face? None. Didn't they take our program? Well, listen, when you, when someone is unhappy with you, you can easily lose control and your commission falls into the hand of your broker or manager. Mm -hmm. Your commission is put at risk. And instead of losing this commission, what, what needed to have happened is we need to get face-to-face. -face. When people are unhappy, for whatever reason, justified or not, overpriced or not, you need to get face-to-face. -face. Here's the very sad ending to the story. 
the other agent, the new agent now, um, went in and met with the sellers face-to-face and got a price reduction to the price that our students, I know, it just makes me want to weep. This is me smacking my forehead. Yeah. But, you know, (laughs) here's the lesson, everyone. Don't be doing that. They want to text. You need to get face-to-face. They want to call you up and crab at you. You have one answer. Let's get face-to-face. So make sure that this commission that we all lost is not in vain. And you want to know how to negotiate price and commission? Don't miss Master Sales Academy. That's for sure. My gosh. What have you got for a parade of techniques? Well, I got a tip from the number one agent in a major metropolitan market. Holy tamole. I can't wait to find out. Number one agent. Most deals, largest amount of volume, highest GCI. This is the number one agent in this market year after year after year. And this is one of our students? No. Oh, okay. This is somebody one of our students met. Oh, kind of brain picked oh they wanted to find out the secret of their success okay guess what it was he holds a broker open house every sunday broker open Uh uh-huh okay and here's what he said and he also holds regular open houses okay the traffic at open houses has changed due to technology people search on the internet they shop on the internet. They used to shop by visiting open houses. They're not shoppers anymore. You're getting way fewer lookers at an open house. There's less traffic, but the people who come through are more likely to be buyers who are serious. Oh, that's interesting. Because they've shopped already. Sure. And now they're going out to find. Huh. So sharpen your closing skills, your capture skills at open house. And that will increase your commissions. Hey, we cover that. Yeah. We really do. That's session six. Yes, it is. Ooh, you should take a program. All right. I have (laughs) an Ask the Experts question. Yay. I know. All right. So here was the question. Okay. I'm working my book of business. I pretty much tapped it out. I don't mind working FISBOs. They're a longer plan. I've got a FISBO system in place. And I still want to increase my business. So I made a decision to start working expireds. (laughs) I don't want to work expireds, (laughs) but all right, I'll do it. But I don't want to. I don't want to. (laughs) I'm not any good at this. And they're so mean, but I'll do it. Okay. so They're not mean. They're disappointed. Last week I was working expireds Uh and I'm just not getting any appointments. Uh, It's not working. What should I do? Okay. Can I just say my advice was, one of the things I said was, uh, first, you have to change your attitude. Yeah. (laughs) What a surprise. (laughs) Start saying you love expired. Uh Okay. But anyway, every single person on that call is a Floyd Wickman graduate that actually knows dialogues and techniques. So I'm going to rattle off the, I'm going to do it kind of fast because it was such good feedback Mm -hmm. and answers. Okay. Use your sharp angle close. If I, would you? Redirect their attention to why they wanted to sell. Isn't that cool? Um, Another student said, find out their why. Discover their motivation. Another student said, sharp angle. Another student said, use the tools. We got marketability checklists. That's perfect for getting in the door on an expired. Buy sell analysis. That's perfect for getting in the door on an expired. Another one said, don't forget, it's not always the price. Another one said, the financial risk analysis. Isn't this cool? Our students know the tools. I know, it's so awesome. 
So, you know, I just want to remind everyone that when we cover this in the live Floyd Wickman program or the live stream, what we do is we talk about renewing motivation. Get them to talk about why they wanted to move. And the way that you do that is whoopen, 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 whoopen. You can also use this phrase to prevent you from making the same mistake twice. And then, of course, that sharp angle close. If I could show you how to arrange timing, would you at least meet with me? So uh, get out there, work on those expireds, but start with the right attitude. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What a beautiful Ask the Experts Thank question. You. Loved it. Well, I had a difficult Ask the Experts Ooh. question that we wrestled with. Uh, and, it, you know, we live in the age of distraction, right? Uh, Where everyone's wait, addicted. Wait, wait, sorry. What did you say? We live in the age of distraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, a bird. Yeah, right. We, <laughs> everyone's addicted to cell phones. And one of the one of the questions I asked a team yes was, what time at night do you turn your cell phone off? Oh, that's a good question. Guess what the answer was from everybody? Midnight? I never turn it off. No way. Everyone <laughs> yeah. said that? Oh, yeah. So Our students aren't turning off their phones? Right. Michael, what are we going to do about that? We could put it on the podcast. I think we should. <laughs> okay. Well, this is partly due to that, but here's the here's the ask the experts question. I need to get back into the groove, but quote, I am having a horrible time staying focused. Oh. Okay. If you could give me one piece of advice, what would it be? Well, she's just gone through a manager change in her office. And She's the kind of agent who, you know, needs to stick her nose into everything. So here was the first piece of advice she got. Uh, stop butting into everyone's business Ooh. and take care Put of your Put your head own. down and do your yeah. own work. Huh? And stay out of everyone's business until your work is done. And go back to your top five and take that Facebook challenge from uh, oh, yes. our Get By Giving Award winner, Julie Facer, and Joanna Blackstock has jumped in on that, and they're posting their top five every day. Oh, not just them. That was brought yeah. up on a couple of my calls. Right. Post your top five, and it'll make you do your top five. And then it was my turn. Okay. And I said, you know, it's time to do an analysis for you. And here's why. A long time ago, when I first started working with Floyd, I used to teach the time management session. Oh, yeah. And we came up with this concept called attention units, meaning you can't pay attention to everything all the time. You've got to selectively choose what you're paying attention to. And the brain has a finite supply. It's limited to the things you can pay attention to. To, Therefore, attention to, units. Yeah, focus on. Right. Yeah. And once you've, once you've used up all your units in any given time or any given day, you're going to find it difficult to focus on anything. I mean, have you ever had one of those days where you just can't seem to focus on getting anything done? And here's the cause. It's, well, you know, it's incomplete circles. That's what Floyd calls it. If psychologists could diagram the cause of nervous breakdowns, it's too many incomplete circles. And that means things that are unfinished or incomplete or unresolved or still up in the air. And it isn't just 
a task. It could be a project. It could be a plan you're trying to put in place. It could be a system you've been tweaking. It could be a relationship. It's, it's any part of your life that isn't resolved. You know, they call it closure so many times in those crime dramas. Okay. The family needs closure. Right. Well, we need closure because once you get closure, once you get completion, then that restores an attention unit to your brain. So here's what I said. Sit down and list everything that's distracting you. What's pulling you away? What do you have that's incomplete, unfinished, unresolved, still up in the air? And let that inform your top five. And the more of those five things you get completed and brought to closure, the more your ability to focus on a task to completion is being, going to be restored to you. That's very interesting. Huh. Well, speaking of top five, yeah. let's all make a commitment to doing our top five. I just had a session one this past week. And you know, anytime you teach session one and you're introducing for the very first time ever, the top five most important money-making tasks. Mm -hmm. So you take your to-do list, you take a look at the 77 things that are on it, and you figure out which are the top five most important money-making and commit to doing them in order. Number them one through five. And boy, there's nothing more satisfying than getting through that list by 1030 in the morning. Now, you can't always, you can always have another top five list for the day. But, you know, really taking a look so that you're not distracted by a lot of incomplete projects. Thanks, yeah. Michael. That was, that was great. And thank you all for listening. Hey, if you haven't made your reservation yet at the Marriott, there might still be a room or two. Our room block is closed. See what you can do to get that discounted rate. Hope to see you at Master Seals Academy on May 8 and 9.